If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Listen, welcome to Required Watching, where we watch the, <laughs> the essential films from a list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. My name is Trey Epps. I'm Danny Taverner. I am so sorry I rushed through that. I feel I feel like when I start off just having a conversation with you, I end up rambling and ranting, and I feel like that cannot be productive. So I feel like <laughs> the best way to start these things is by just is by just in, introing it in. But what were you, what were you saying? Miyazaki wrote the Miyazaki manga. Wrote the manga that Nausicaa is based on. I I did not know that. I did not know that. Listen, welcome everyone. I guess we should introduce ourselves in the movie. Did I say? Yeah, we did introduce ourselves, didn't we? Listen, today we're watching the, or we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of Wind from 1984, directed, written, uh, well, just directly written by Hayao Miyazaki. There's so many more credits to this, but I'll leave it there. (laughs) It is about, you guys, you guys know Miyazaki. It is about a warrior and pacifist princess. Nausicaa, desperately struggling to prevent two warring nations from destroying themselves and their dying planet. Dan, you picked this. I did. This is one of those animes that is like, oh yeah, this is the best anime of all time. You have to watch this. I can see why. This is like (laughs) pre-Studio Ghibli Miyazaki. Yeah, I think it's just before the company... I I think people like include it, but the company started like a year after i think sure so just under the radar it was not i mean it's it was different enough from what i was expecting like it was very stylistically and story-wise i was surprised at like the setting of it because i honestly didn't really know much about it but I'm used to the I, I, more I nothing. fantastical animes. And this felt fantastical, but it also felt like kind of middle-agey. Like sure. they were like wearing suits of armor and stuff. So it was like, but then they had tanks. <laughs> it was a weird world. I, I So I knew nothing about this. I am still very new to Miyazaki. To Miyazaki. And admittedly, I got to say, what did we do? We did Great with the Fireflies. And I got to admit, I, I, this is me, my second one that I, I've openly seen. I, I think I've seen some of the later stuff like Ponyo or something like that, but I can't say I remember them. So whatever, but huge fan, huge, huge fan. But when, it, when this started, I was like, oh no, I am not going to like this. I, I don't, it was the mask, the masks were weird. And I was like, wait, are they dogs? I can't figure out what's going on. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I, but then like they had castles. But she's the only one who's flying. And, like, it's this weird agrarian, like, world that they live in without technology. But then these giant ships come in. So it felt very, like, one-sided. Yeah. 
Like they're like this little farm community, and then the giant ship <laughs> rolls in. I just read a fun. I just read a fun fact, which was one of my notes. One of my notes was, "Why are we seeing her her under her butt in her underwear? All right, not her underwear, <laughs> but like, why are we like why are we seeing this?" I just read something that says she's actually wearing pants. She's <laughs> wearing pants. That's the same color of her. Did you know this? Yeah, those are pants. I do not believe that you knew this. I. <laughs> The entire time, I'm like, this is really odd that this kid's movie just has her her skirt jacket thing <laughs> flapping in the wind. It's, like, very sexual. Like, what? Listen, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I, again, I, I can't say I know anime. I, I And you know what? I, I invite you to tell me the difference between animation versus anime. Like, to actually break it down for me, is it just that it's Japanese? Like, is that, what's, are there any other signifiers? Because I say that I don't know anime, but then someone would be like, did you see this? And I'm like, yeah, I saw that. And they're like, oh, you know anime there? I'm just like, no, no, I don't. That's a big difference. I also am not, I mean, I've seen, like, the big ones. Yeah. Mostly Studio Ghibli films. But I'm also not as versed in anime and manga as other people are i think that's the big difference is that it's a japanese adult animated or not necessarily adult i don't know oh there we go what's that (laughs) no one look it up please uh i i yeah i i feel like yeah i feel i feel like you're absolutely right i feel like the the concepts being like adult adult as in like mature and not for children is interesting but then you have things like i I, i've never seen naruto ever but that's that's anime, or is that manga? I, I again, no idea. Manga but I, is a book. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But the reason I bring this up is to not continually make myself sound stupid, but to say that I feel a, a deep appreciation for these things because, again, coming from Grave of the Fireflies and then coming to this, I was like, "Yo, these are so good and speak to my adult-like sensibilities that that I don't get. I mean, of course they're popular, but I just don't get why these things aren't much more popular because we have things like Bob's Burgers. We have things like, uh, um, Big Mouth. Like we have, we have animation now that is for adults and definitely not for children, mm-hmm. but they seem to be really silly while these, these tend to take on actual issues. And I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but it, it doesn't feel preachy when I say that, you know, you know, when they, when they do it, it doesn't feel like take care of your environment, but it definitely feels like this journey of like, it's like a, it's like a fable. It's like, right. you understand the fun parts of it, but then it's like, Oh, Hey, we shouldn't fuck up the planet. <laughs> no, exactly. That's like, exactly we should, what it is. We should be more, cognizant of the world around it because the i don't think we really talked about the the summary of it but it's pretty much a post-apocalyptic world where this group lives in the valley of the wind right next to the toxic jungle where these giant creatures live that are more or less peaceful except when they get angry and then another kingdom rolls in to try to destroy them and take over their world? Like, seemingly, seemingly for no reason. Like, everything seems peaceful. Everything seems peaceful. peaceful. Nausicaa is this princess mm-hmm. who, I, honestly, I don't remember seeing her father whatsoever, but who eventually gets murdered, right? 
like who's this princess? And it it seems to be a land where like women rule, which I really I really enjoy the aspect that like everyone was everyone who is of importance was was a woman besides like uh, Lord Yupa. Lord Yupa was like the only male who was like this warrior guy. But other than that, like it was like the women were ruling everything, which I I really enjoyed. But why do I say this? I forgot. I I, I think I just really enjoy the fact that. I think I just really enjoy the fact that it wasn't about it wasn't about just like being harmful for harmful sake. Like the 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 op- opposing village or whatever, the imposing what land rulers, what, what yeah, the opposing nations was was mainly what was was mainly trying to fight the, these animal creatures that would get angry, but they would only get angry if you did something too. Like it was just a very. It was very like tit for tat kind of thing, which I thought was really interesting. I will say it was a slow burn. Of course, it was a slow burn. It's like fun to watch, but it was there was a point where I was like, "What? What? what, Where is this going?" Okay, I I need to make a confession, Dan. Uh, Confession time. I watched this on one point five times speed accidentally. Oh, thanks to Netflix. I. I didn't know that. Everything, everything moved. Everything moved. Uh, like once I realized, I was like, "Oh, that's why I think some things are moving faster." But it felt per- it felt perfect. It felt perfectly paced. Go back, watch it again at one point five speed. Chop off. It's going to chop off like thirty minutes. Um, no, it, it actually did feel really good. And but I, I do kind of wish I watched it on like regular speed. Again, I didn't do this intentionally, but I, I wish I watched it on a regular speed because I also had the subtitles on. And I don't know what meant, what told me to put the subtitles on, but I put them on, and I realized that the translations were very different. The translations so you, versus the did dubbing. Did you sub, subs over dubs, or do you, you did both? I did subs. No, no, no. I did. I definitely did both. Oh. I did both. So I, I did subs and dubs uh, because I, I don't need to hear the. What do I need to hear the? Yeah. The different, like, I won't be able to understand the different language, so I'm, I'm okay with. Were, um, were the voices different with the 1.5 speed? Or were they like higher pitched? No, they sounded amazing. Were you I distracted don't know. They sounded by so good. Patrick Stewart, Shia LaBeouf, Mark Hamill, Edward James? <laughs> like, there are so many people in this that it, at times it really Wait, was distracting. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? I every time Lord Yupa said anything, I was just like, oh, cool, Patrick Stewart is right there. Or Shia Wait, LaBeouf. Who, who is Shia LaBeouf? Uh, Shia LaBeouf was the kid that she rescues in the forest. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wait, where are you getting this info? How, how did you find the, the dubs? It's just the the cast. It's, what do you mean? It's. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the cast right now. I'm not seeing any. It's not showing me dubbed uh, uh, actors' names. On Wikipedia, they have Patrick Stewart, Uma Thurman, Edward James Olmos, Shia LaBeouf, what? Mark Hamill bunch of people wow so that's that's interesting i mean i i wish i knew that to actually pay attention to it because i did not i clearly did not it is a little distracting i will say i mean i I don't mind it because they're terrific actors voice actors or actual actors but it is like a hall's moving castle the main character hall is played by christian bale and that's all you can that's all i can pay attention to i'm just like oh christian bale that's Amazing. I wonder if the part, because I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia now, and it says, you know, uh, from the dubbed version in 2005. I actually wonder if I was watching the 2005 version. Now I'm going to have to go back and figure it out. Ooh. That's incredible. 
Yeah, I, I was just curious if their voices changed because of the speed, but maybe it was a completely different dubbed version. Because there, there, if, as far as I know, there was a, there was apparently a couple dubbed versions of this film. One that was terrible, according to Miyazaki himself, and one one that had to get redubbed. But I, I think it's this one. I only I watched I watched it on Netflix. So I only imagine it was the redubbed version. But I, it, like it, it of course had everything in in, in Japanese. So. I, I didn't know who was voicing anything. Mm. Like the credits were in Japanese. Anyways, um, I'll be honest, I have nothing else to say about this movie. <laughs> I liked it a lot. It was like a great anime. Yeah. Reminiscent of other animes that I've seen, mostly in like the content. Because like we said at the beginning, it, it felt kind of like a fable, specifically about like nature, which any fan of anime will probably bring up Princess Mononoke as another one that touches on similar topic. Mm. But yeah, this is, it was, it was interesting to see an anime from the mid eighties and it really holds up. Like as opposed to other animated things from the eighties, which stylistically and technologically don't really hold the same weight they do now. But I will say anime, I don't know if it's because of the, consistent style but it didn't necessarily feel like a movie from 1984 i i had to continually like think back about when this movie was made and 1984 like it 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 shocks me that this is where we were animation wise in 1984 right and like where, where we are now is amazing but like 1984 like that's we're talking 30 plus years come on son Come on, it's 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 this movie is held. This movie is held as being one of the best animated films to come out of Japan, and they put out a lot of shit. Yeah, that's a high that's a high bar. That's really high. So, like, I get I get it. I, I feel like it's it's kind of like the same we're talking about about that of just like not not knowing enough context again to say to say this is one of the best anime films I've ever watched. I don't know, but like but like I, from the few that I can tell you about and talk to you about great well that's only because i can talk to you about like three yeah i am a little hesitant to say this is the greatest anime ever made because i haven't seen every anime ever made. <laughs> come on say it come but on from come the on. ones i've seen still ain't the best <laughs> listen uh dan you pick this you close it out let us let us know what's going All on right. i will say as a historical piece to see where anime well, to see where Miyazaki specifically kind of started mm. and Studio yeah. Ghibli started, and like we we're saying, comparing 1984, 30 plus years ago, to now, it's required. However, like I also said, not necessarily the best anime I've seen. It is a little slow. Unless you watch it on 1.5 speed. Unless you watch it on 1.5. Because I'd say a required anime... I love doing this. I love bringing up other movies at the end of these. Go on. We, that we haven't seen yet. <laughs> I will say my required, like my all-time top is Spirited Away, which I think is like a perfect anime film. So I'm going to say yeah, watch one Spirited mo- Away, then watch Nausicaa, then come talk to me. <laughs> then, then bring your opinions. <laughs> what you and I should do, we should spend one month doing two films each where 
where we where we we essentially bring to the table our favorite films, our favorite what, whatever, what, our favorite double features. Yeah, like one episode talking about two films, or like two films said? that go go well together. Oh, I can't do that kind of math. <laughs> just like like how they used to do double features in the movies. Like what movies would pair well in the same viewing? Actually, the movies that I would pick probably do go but like hand in hand together. Yeah. But these, like, yeah. Anyways, anyways, completely off topic. I, I got, I got to agree with you. I think, I think I'm really fascinated with Miyazaki as a filmmaker and being like Japanese. Uh, like I, he hates the comparison to Disney, but like to 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 talk about like innovative in, innovative animators. I I love his journey so far, and I want to continue on this journey. And I I do want to watch Spirited Away again and Ponyo, and like just go through Studio Ghibli stuff. Mm-hmm. So in like that idea, like of it just touching my soul in a way that a lot of like live action movies don't do. I absolutely say it's required watching. There is something about if them, you're... and I'm thinking of when we watch Grave of the Fireflies too. That it really like it like gets under a layer that I feel like live action doesn't hit. For some reason, and I, and I don't I don't know what it is. I think maybe maybe because I'm just like bewildered by all the shiny colors that I get to see, and I'm like really really in, like uh, perceptive to whatever message they're trying to they're trying to give to me. Yeah, it, um, does. it does. It does. Uh, <laughs> it disarms me and then like really sucks me in. And you know what? Like for, for like I I was gonna say no, it's not required, but I do think there's something quite at least at least where i sit right now personally on this journey of movies that touch me i watched a lot of movies over the weekend and i can't tell you if any one of them are good in fact i can tell you they were all not great at least for again how they sit within me mm. and this this has done something to me so i'm i'm going to say this is required watching and the same and i don't think i don't even think we've done gave of the fireflies for this no uh, for the podcast but 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 for the same reasons why I talk about Grave of the Fireflies, if like just looking at where animation came from, and I feel like these techniques are something that can't, like independent animation is looking so good, and people are putting things together that look so good on their own, mm-hmm. that I am, yeah, I, I'm enamored by how far we've come in animation. So, anyways, anyways, I'll, I'll wrap it up by saying yes, I think it's required watching, and on any given day, I'm probably can sway from that. But I, I do think for animators, it's something. These are the things that people should be coming back to. Yeah, and the, those yeah. performances, I didn't know. Like, this is what people should be coming to. I think since this podcast is filmmaking on a relatively broad spectrum, so some I think are required for different reasons. I think this one's required as like a historical, um, yeah, word, a historical piece more than anything. Uh, still a great uh, yeah I mean, well, well said my guy and with that listen catch us up on social media at requiredwatch.com and uh, no sorry i said that all wrong <laughs> on social media at required watch and check us out online at requiredwatching.com and you can check me out online at trey epps and i am at danny taverner and as always until next time party people peace <laughs>